Hi. Okay. I'm Shira. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, good to see everyone. Um, I just got nervous all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you, Lewis, for asking me to speak. I'm glad it finally worked out. Um, so I just to give you some numbers and stuff, I um, went to my first meeting on November 11th, 2012, and um, gratefully somehow became absent two weeks later. So I'm, uh, I have about 10 and a half years of abstinence, and I'm maintaining about a 35-pound weight loss. Um, but the most important thing is I haven't been on a diet in over 10 and a half years, which is mind-blowing to me. I still, I still can't believe that. Um, and that's because I was also a compulsive dieter. So um, I was, um, I'll just kind of do the, what it was like, what happened and what it's like now. Uh, so I was born and raised in Santa Rosa. I'm number three out of four kids. It goes girl, boy, girl, boy. And we're all almost exactly 25 months apart to the day, except my brother was born two weeks late and he messed it all up. And I'm still resentful about it. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, that was just kind of very, that kind of describes the structure that we had. It was very kind of strict, um, which I didn't know until I got older. Um, and there was a lot of food stuff, um, that I didn't realize either until I got older. Um, I think I was a compulsive overeater, um, in my entire life. But I definitely know that at least since the age of three, um, and that's because there's a picture of me at my third birthday with, you know, everyone has cupcakes in front of them and I have a cupcake in front of me and I also have an empty wrapper because I couldn't wait for them to sing happy birthday. I had to have my cupcake as soon as possible. So I know that I was always, I always had a different relationship with food and I was a sneak eater. So I would, and mainly into sweets and desserts that I would, you know, go into the kitchen and grab a bunch of stuff and then run into my room or run into the bathroom and just eat it as much as I could as quickly as possible. And my siblings didn't have that relationship. Um, they could kind of take it or leave it. They, they enjoy, and even that they enjoy food, they enjoy sweets. Um, but they don't have the same relationship as, as I do. Um, so, my parents raised us, um, we were raised pescatarian and it was also like, just like very healthy. Like we didn't have fast food and like, we didn't have Oreos. We had like Hydrox cookies and like carob and all those things. And, but also they, um, it was also interesting because they, um, allowed us each week we would, um, uh, each week, one of us kids would get to choose the meals, but we also had to do the dishes. So I always tried to choose like super easy meals. But Saturday morning, we got to have a special treat because it was the Sabbath and we could choose anything we wanted. And I always chose like cake or pie. And my parents were always okay with it. But I don't know why. Like, I mean, I just would always just that was my life. It revolved around food. Um. So sometime around puberty, I started noticing, you know, why is my body seems so much bigger than everybody else's? Um, 
I wanted to, you know, stay a certain weight and get a boyfriend. And that was like all that I really cared about. And that kind of was the theme for my life, like for the next, like, you know, 15, 18 years or so. Um, I, uh, lost like 15 pounds before going to college because I was afraid of the freshman 15. And so I wanted to lose that weight before gaining it. Um, I was in commercial weight loss programs. I tried, um, hypnosis. I tried only eating, you know, before a certain time or not eating, you know, this food during the week and only eating it on the weekends. Um, I really tried everything. Um, I was really hoping I could gain a hundred pounds so that I could have gastric bypass surgery, but luckily I never, I never went that route, but yeah, it was basically crazy. I was just in my head, always calculating how much weight I needed to lose by a certain day so that I'd be able to, you know, be happy. And it just, um, you know, I weighed myself probably five times a day as much as I could. Um, and it was just miserable. Um, when, you know, I, one of the most extreme things I did to make weight was uh, my hair was like, probably like, almost like mid back. And I was going to become a lifetime member if I made weight this week. And so I cut off my hair and to my chin. So I can make weight. And I actually still didn't. I, I was still like 0.4 pounds over. And that's kind of when I knew like, oh, maybe this program isn't going to work for me because um, it's making me obsessed. And it was, it was just a cycle for those um, pay and weight programs. It was a cycle of binge, you know, basically binging, 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 eat kind of regularly a couple days, restrict, 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 and then weigh in. And that was the endless cycle. And so finally, um, I was going to, I was 29. I was going to be turning 30 in June. And I was like, I'm supposed to be like, you know, the healthiest, the, you know, the best shape of my life. I'm supposed to be having the time of my life. And I'm absolutely miserable. I can't stop eating. I was talking to a friend and she's like, well, have you ever thought of joining Overeaters Anonymous? And I'm like, no, like those people are crazy. Because of course I'd heard of Overeaters Anonymous, but um, and the thing is I knew it worked because I heard of the results. But all I knew is that, um, you know, you didn't eat a lot of stuff and I didn't know that much about it. Um, and she's like, what's the worst that could happen? Maybe you'll just meet a new friend. I'm like, okay, that's a good point. So. I went to the Sunday night, 6 p.m. Oakland meeting. And um, so some of you were there. And um, and I heard things that I had never heard before in that room. And it was definitely like um, one thing that, you know, I heard that did stand out to me at first because, of, you know, I did come for the vanity and stay for the sanity. It was, you know, someone, the speaker had lost 75 pounds and I'd kept it off for 25 years. And I, I never heard anyone do that before. I had no idea that was even possible. Um, and so they, 
you know, they asked for if any newcomers wanted to share. And all I could say is, I'm so scared. And, um, and I, and I was just crying. And, and that's when I started bringing tissues with me, like to every single meeting, because I just cried every single meeting. And, um, and everyone was so just like, welcoming, everyone came up after afterwards and gave me hugs and gave me their phone number and it was just like oh my gosh what is this and I was walking back to the parking lot with someone and I asked her how long she'd been in program and I swear she said nine months which is what I needed to hear but she had actually been in program for 19 years um because I don't think I was ready to hear that um but I kept coming back because I was just I was all out of options and I knew that I wanted what you guys had, which was the serenity. And that's what happened too is, you know, within the first few weeks of going to meetings, it did shift. I just know, I just wanted to have peace of mind. I no longer, you know, the weight was an issue, but I wanted to just like stop having this craziness in my head all the time, basically, you know, constantly tracking my weight and making graphs and what's my average now and what's this and it just took up so much mind space um so like I said it was two weeks later so November 25th I became abstinent gratefully and that meant um I didn't eat my alcoholic foods which at that time was basically most Italian food um as well as peanut butter and um, my mom makes amazing challah, so I haven't had that in over 10 and a half years. And I, um, and then two weeks later, I decided to give up alcohol because I realized every time I drink, I want to eat. And so um, that's I, Shira. Thank you. And um, I got a sponsor really quickly and started working the steps. And, um, and I worked the steps very slowly. Um, but at a pace that, um, that I guess I needed to, because I was definitely the kind of person that, um, you know, I just wanted to cross it all off the list. Like even my first time, my first meeting, I sat with the newcomer packet and I was reading the steps and I'm like, okay, like admitted I'm powerless. Yeah. Okay. Came to believe the power can return me sanity. Okay. Yeah. I could do that. Turn over to God. Great. Okay. I'm already on step four. This is going to be easy. And so I had a sponsor who was like, you know, slow down, really write about it. And, you know, took me through uh, the first, I'd say few steps, maybe first, you know, um, most of my fourth step um, in the first year and a half. And then I changed sponsors. And, um, and as I've been in program, you know, I become more and more willing to, 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 be honest about my food, be honest about what is going to help me be, help me have the most serenity and be spiritually fit. And, um, and it, you know, doing things I never thought I would do. I never thought I'd weigh and measure my food because I thought I'd already given the food so much, so much power all those years. Um, and, but then I found out that, you know, get, Weighing and measuring doesn't give it more power. Actually, it gives me more freedom because I know now, you know, how much I'm eating and I don't, it's not a question. I might feel like I'm still hungry, but I've had my weight and measured portions 
So what's really going on? It's probably just a feeling or it's probably just the fact that I'm a compulsive overeater and always want more food, no matter what. Um, so over the years, my uh, alcoholic food list has grown exponentially. Um, and, uh, you know, there's times when I have to give up, a, I decide to give up a food and I'm sad and I'm, I'm kind of cursed here and there. And then I give it up and I immediately have this sense of freedom and relief. And it's just so wonderful. And I try to think of that every time I, there's a new food that I realize is no longer working for me. And I don't think that the allergy um, shows up, like just uh, magically appears. It's like I'm just finally willing to admit I have an allergy to that food. Um, so, you know, what I... I commit my food to my sponsor the night before that morning. And, um, and now I am, you know, doing better and better sticking to that commitment. And there's been times when, you know, at first when I pre-committed my food, I really didn't stick to that commitment or I would, I didn't want to pre-commit dinner because I felt like things were always all over the place. And now it is definitely better, but you know, as recently as this week, I'm just like, why am I eating this, you know, this abstinent food when I'm not, when I haven't pre-committed it, I'm like going to take it. It's like this old mentality of like, well, it's better than, you know, it's better than binging or it's better than a cookie. Well, it's still not on my food plan for the day. And so, and it's still actually not at my meal time. So what the hell am I doing? And luckily I have a sponsor I could talk to. I have a program. I have a higher power. I could turn things over to and one day at a time, it's, you know, when I'm being honest and when I'm able to turn things over, my life just gets so much better. My food gets so much better. And then because of that, my life gets so much better. So um, I think that's probably, I'm, how much time do I have left, Patty? One minute. Excellent. So I think that that's um, about everything. And I just, the other thing I just want to say is I just also love that, you know, just for today, because I don't have to worry about things, you know, like if I, you know, sometimes I don't want to give up a food because, so I want to go to this one restaurant this weekend because it's really good, but it's kind of basically small plates and sharing and that does not work for me. And I just feel like the worst person in the world because I'm like, oh, I can't do small plates and I'm robbing my husband of this experience. But it's like, okay, today I'm not going to that restaurant. I don't have to worry about it. So today, and then maybe just one day at a time, I don't have to go there or I don't have to have that dish. I don't have to plan everything out. It just be, you know, one day at a time. So I think that's it. Hopefully you heard something that you um, needed or wanted to hear. And um, thank you again for letting me share.